This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 229. Show notes for this episode, including all links mentioned in the episode and any discount codes mentioned from our sponsors can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 229. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, shameless moms. So happy to be here today. It is sunny in Seattle, so I have a pep in my step and I'm feeling a little fired up. I'm also recording earlier in the day because I kind of have my act together a little bit today. I'm being like very intentional with how I prioritize time today. So I'm kind of feeling on top of the world, not going to lie. I want to thank you all for your feedback from the last episode about selling my gym. It's been a pretty exciting transition. I'm not going to lie. It's been really exciting and bittersweet too, for sure. But I'm very excited and I feel like things are moving in a really positive direction. And I just had some time to process this because the whole transaction took longer than it was expected to. So that really allowed me to be in a positive place by the time the transition was done. So I'm feeling really good about that. And that actually is kind of what inspired today's episode on dreading versus dreaming, because I will tell you when I first set out to sell my gym, there was a lot of dread and fear and like panic, anxiety, all those things. So I'm going to talk today a lot about dreading versus dreaming and how that's impacted my life, because I'm definitely someone who is kind of naturally inclined to dread things, 
because I struggle with worry and anxiety around most things in life, but I've really trained myself to become more of a dreamer. And that's been really, really cool and allowed me to feel way more powerful in my daily life and way more in charge and in control of things. So before we dive into that, I do want to share with you our Shameless Mom of the Week. And just a reminder, the Shameless Mom of the Week comes from reviews in Apple Podcasts. So if you want to be a shameless mom of the week. All you need to do is go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And that's going to drop you into that place where the Shameless Mom Academy lives in Apple Podcasts. And then from there, you can click on the ratings and reviews tab to leave a review. When you do that, do it on your phone. First of all, it's way easier on your phone. And then when you go to ratings and reviews, you have to scroll down a little bit. So you'll scroll down a little bit to the place where it says you get to choose how many stars to rate the show. And then after that, there's a place where you can tap to write a review. So that's what you're going to do. All right. So the shameless mom of the week this week is Mary McGowan. So Mary McGowan, she left the review, of course, over at shamelessmom.com forward slash review, but she also is a new coaching client. So I can't wait to dig in because she has some big things planned. Maybe we'll get to share them with you along the way. But in the meantime, I chose Mary's review and chose her as shameless mom of the week because of this really helpful tip that she provides in here. So her review says, listening to this show every morning has become the morning ritual. I can't do without. Sarah helps put perspective to things in life of an intelligent woman and mama. I am finding my worth and gaining an appreciation for myself by listening to the show. Thank you, Sarah, for your candor, warmth, humor, and the gift of self. So thank you, Mary, so much for providing that. When other people come here and see the reviews and they read things like that, they're like, oh, perfect. This is what I'm going to get when I listen to this show, that this is exactly what I need. So that's very helpful. The other thing I want to point out is that Mary talks about making this part of her morning ritual. So I want you to think about what your morning rituals are because your morning rituals really impact and dictate how the rest of your day is going to go. And regardless of whether or not you have it planned out, you have morning rituals already. So they might not be super intentional morning rituals, but we have them. It's like, you know, you get out of bed, you go to the bathroom, you brush your teeth, like that's all part of morning rituals, right? So I want you to think about your morning rituals and whether or not they serve you. I'm actually working on something right now that is for all of you and it's free called the 15 minute manifest, which is a morning routine that I'm going to be giving you all for free. So if you want a sneak peek at that, if you want an advanced copy, go ahead and email me at info at shamelessmom.com and I will send you as soon as it's done, hot off the press, I will send you the 15 minute manifest so that you can incorporate it into your morning routine. It's a 15 minute routine, super simple and straightforward, but it will really, really change and impact how your day plays out and how much control and power you have in that to make it really powerful, positive and productive. So I'm very excited about that. The other thing I want to touch on in here is that Mary specifically mentions finding her worth and gaining an appreciation for herself by listening to the show. Yes, like that is what I hear over and over again. And that is so important. Sometimes we get so bogged down in all the busyness and the kind of craziness of motherhood and life that we don't take time to focus on our own worth and to focus on appreciating ourselves and all the things that we're capable of. And sometimes we are going through the motions just because that's all we have time to do. And we don't stop and take stock and give ourselves credit for all the things that we're doing throughout the day that really like as moms literally make us capable of so many more things than people who don't have to juggle as many things. And I think that that's something we need to really hold in value that, you know, if you're playing the role of 
full-time parent and maybe you're also working full-time and family manager and all these different things, that makes you more capable of managing yourself in so many other areas of your life. For example, if you are a family manager running a household that actually makes you more able to be a manager in a work environment. You're able to manage different types of personalities, different types of chaos, unpredictability, all those kinds of things. So I think it's so important that we really stop and look at what we do in our everyday life, take stock of that, give ourselves credit for that so that we can be mindful of like, wow, you know, I always joke that like if moms ran the world that we would be able to manage a Middle East peace treaty very successfully because what do we do in our own households? We're basically negotiating world peace in our household every day, right? Especially if you have a lot of kids in your household that don't always get along. So really giving yourself credit for all the different hats that you wear and the roles in your life, I think is so powerful. So thank you, Mary, so much for that review. And congratulations on being Shameless Mom of the Week. Make sure you share this episode, Mary, with everyone so that they can hear your nomination. Okay, so let's dive into our content for today and talk a little bit about dreading versus dreaming. So I'm someone, I've shared this many times, but I'm someone who has always struggled with worry and anxiety. And I Now, I've mentioned before that when I was really little, I had this philosophy that if I worried about something, it wouldn't actually happen. So I would literally lay awake at night. This sounds so weird, but I would literally wake at night thinking, okay, what do I need to worry about for tomorrow to make sure it doesn't happen? And so it would be things like, okay, like if I lay here and worry about not getting picked last in PE, then I won't get picked last in PE. And if I lay here and worry about like, not getting an A on the test, then that won't actually happen. And I will get an A on the test. Like weird things, right? But this is like completely how my mind works. So if you were like this as a kid, please let me know. I would love the solidarity. But I would worry about things, literally like worry about our house burning down. If I worry about this, it'll never happen. Or I would worry about burglars. Again, if I worry about this, it'll never happen. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly 
Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest so now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs with over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20% off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless so and what was funny is this got reinforced to me a lot because literally like I would worry about not getting an A on the test and I always got an A on the test and I would worry about the house not burning down my house never burned down so this was reinforced to me where I thought oh this is like how you manage worry and anxiety is that you just make sure you schedule enough time to worry about everything because then none of those things will happen. I know, like I said, it sounds so ridiculous when you say it out loud. So as a young adult, I was having a lot of stomach problems and I was literally like doubled over in pain every single night. And this would happen like right after the dinner time hour. So often I would have personal training clients between like 6 and 8 p.m. And I would just be like doubled over in pain. And it would start mid-afternoon and then it would just get worse and worse and worse. By the time I got home from work at night, I was like, oh my gosh, like I feel awful. And I remember laying on the couch when my husband and I were early on dating. I'd be laying on the couch and just be like, oh my gosh, I can't even eat dinner. I'm like, my stomach hurts so bad and I just need to lay here for a while. And this went on for years and no doctors could figure out what it was. Finally, one doctor gave me, they were like, you have IBS. Even though I didn't have a lot of the symptoms of IBS, they were like, basically IBS is like kind of a blanket diagnosis and you have it and we can give you a muscle relaxer for your pain. So I tried that, but it made me really tired. And you don't want a personal trainer who's like super tired because that's not really motivating and inspiring, right? So the muscle relaxer route didn't really work very well for me unless I was taking them right before I went to bed. But other than that, it wasn't like a functional way to live my life. But what I realized over time, and this happened really slowly, is when I started managing stress and anxiety better, even though my stress didn't necessarily go down, but I managed it better the stomach aches went away. Another thing that happened, I stopped drinking Diet Coke every day. And that also helped. So there was like a couple different things in there where it was like, okay, like maybe when you get stressed out, you produce a little more stomach acid. And no doctors ever said this, but this was like my own diagnosis. Like maybe you produce a little more stomach acid and then that mixes with the Diet Coke, which is super acidic and like hard on your stomach. And that just gives you these like awful stomach aches. So now I've re-managed how I manage stress and reconfigured that completely and really worked on mindset for years now, which has really changed how I manage dread and anxiety and worry and stress. And then also I drink Diet Coke 
way less frequently. Like it's not a daily habit. It's maybe twice a month habit. So there's that as well. So here's what dread feels like. Let's just go through this because I want to compare what dreading versus dreaming feels like. So dread feels tight and closed. Dreaming feels expansive. Dreading feels dark. Dreaming feels light. Dreading feels constrictive, like a knot in your belly. And dreaming feels hopeful and exciting. Dreading feels worrisome and anxiety invoking, and it can also feel defeating and depressing and crushing. Dreaming feels uplifting and positive and inspired. Dreading can feel negative, overwhelming, and really exhausting, and dreaming is really energizing. So these things feel so different, and you can approach the same situation with dream or with dread and it makes it totally different. So when I first started talking about selling the gym, I had a lot of dread. I was like, I don't even know what this would look like. How would I find someone to buy it? How would I teach them every single thing I've done for 16 years? So much dread, so overwhelmed, exhausted, just thinking about it, like crushing, feeling like things were closing in on me, tightness in my body for sure. It felt constricting, a knot in my belly, like all of these things with dread kind of would happen when I started thinking about it. But over time, what I started to realize when I started dreaming about selling the gym rather than dreading it is it felt really expansive. Like the possibilities were endless with what I could do with that decision once it came to light. I felt open and light and hopeful and excited and exhilarated and uplifted and positive and inspired and energized, knowing that like the transition might be hard, but I was up for the challenge and I knew the payoff would be worth it. And I knew that what I could get on the other side and what life could look like a few years from now would make it worth whatever it took to get through it. So that was really promising to me. And that really helped me get through this transition because it was a long transition, which had a number of hiccups, which felt pretty overwhelming at times. There was definitely times when I didn't know if the deal would even go through. There was for sure a few times when I thought like, this is going to all blow up and fall apart. And I kept dreaming. And I kept just thinking that I know that this is ultimately going to end in a way that will work because this is the direction I know my life is going. I know that I know where I'm going to be in three years, in five years, in 10 years. And I know that that doesn't include space for this business anymore. Even though I've loved this business and it's meant the world to me and it's transformed my life in so many ways, I know that I'm making space for something else right now. And that attitude shift and attitude adjustment really made a big difference. Okay. So here are a few other examples of things that we dread and things that you might find in your daily life where you just find yourself dreaming instead of dreading and kind of getting caught up in the emotion around that and getting caught up, letting yourself fall into that place that feels tight and dark and closed and constrictive and worrisome and anxiety invoking. When you feel yourself in that place, you have to catch it and you have to flip it, which is hard, but I'm going to tell you how to do that. So I'm going to tell you where you might be finding yourself feeling dread. And then I'm going to give you six steps to turn dreading into dreaming. So here we go. Some areas where you might find yourself experiencing dread transitions. So transitions are just, they can be scary and daunting and overwhelming. And we often had dread. And sometimes the dread is because we don't know how it's going to work out and it can feel like unpredictable and maybe like we're not totally in charge of things. But sometimes that transition, it's just around like the work that needs to get put in. And I know for me with selling the gym, I was like, oh my gosh, I mean, just thinking about putting like 16 years of my work literally into like Word documents to give to someone, 
that felt so hard and overwhelming. And then when I started doing it, it really wasn't that bad. But there was a lot of dread around like, oh my gosh, even when I find the perfect buyer for the gym, how am I possibly going to give them everything they need to make this work out well for everyone, for everyone to feel like a winner in this situation? That was very daunting. Another area where you might find yourself dreading things is when you're facing the unknown. I know for me, facing the unknown definitely fills me with dread. And I remember the first time I ever attended a fitness conference by myself. Like I got on an airplane and flew and stayed in a hotel for three days by myself. I'd never done anything like that before. And I completely dreaded it. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I just can't wait until like next Sunday night when I'm home again. And I don't ever have to do that again. Well, as it turns out, if you follow me on social media, you know, I'm kind of a conference junkie now. Like I actually love going to conferences. I treasure my three days in a hotel room by myself rather than dreading them. But facing that unknown for the first time was really, really uncomfortable for me. So oftentimes facing the unknown is something we dread. Another time we might be experiencing dread or another area in our life where we might experience dread is when we're feeling stuck. And so oftentimes if we're in a situation, we might even be like in a space in our life where we're just feeling stuck and we don't know how to get out or how to work around it. And we don't really see any end in sight. And I know for me, I think about my mom with this and she taught for 42 years. She was a teacher. And there was definitely times where she felt like, wow, you know, I've been doing this for a really long time. And but like, what else could I do? This is what I was trained for. And it's the only thing I've ever done. What are my other options? And that can feel there can be some dread around that. Like, this is the only thing I'm qualified to do. So I just have to keep doing this. And basically, it's like, is this just a countdown to my retirement? That can feel really hard. And I've talked to so many moms who feel stuck professionally, because they have feelings similar to that. Like, this is what I is what my education and experience is in. And so I just have to keep doing this thing. And I don't really see a way out of it. And that we can have a lot of dread around that as well. Just feeling like, oh my gosh, like I'm just stuck here forever without any other options. Another area where you might experience dread is when something's no longer serving you. So maybe you're participating in things that you're not really invested in anymore. And especially if you'd rather be doing something else. And so, you know, a great example of this is I've definitely been committed to things where it's like every Tuesday you have a two hour meeting. And at first you're like, this is great. I'm learning a lot and this is working really well. And I am enjoying this time. And then after a while you're like, oh my gosh, this is just kind of cumbersome and this isn't really serving me anymore, but I'm responsible for being here and I've made a commitment and like, how do I get out of it? And that we can have dread around that. Like, okay, I need to stick it out a little longer or I don't even know how to get out of it. So that can be challenging. And then especially if you're like, wow, instead of being here, I'd really rather be using this two hours every Tuesday for something else. And that can make the dread feel even more frustrating and confining. Another time we might feel dread is when we think we're not in control. Oh my gosh, I feel dread anytime I have to do anything where I don't feel like I'm in control. So I will say there was a lot of things with the gym transition, like having to deal with lawyers and banks and things like that. A lot of dread for me, a lot of dread. And especially because these people were telling me what to do. Sometimes I don't receive direction super well, especially if I feel like I'm being talked down to at all, or if I feel like any sort of like them against me mentality. And there was a few things that happened with some of the banking stuff, specifically with the gym situation where I was like, do these banks just think that they own us? Because they're kind of acting like that and I'm really not cool with it. So I had a lot of dread with those interactions because I didn't feel in control of them at all. Another example would be like, anytime I have to get on a Ferris wheel or a ride or anything like that, 
anything that goes in circles or goes up high, so much dread because again, I'm not in control. So for me, I know for sure that like not feeling in control is a huge trigger for me with dread. And then another place where you might feel dread is when life gets too boring or too routine. So I know an example for me with this was I had a job working in a school environment and every day felt like the exact same thing. And I really loved my coworkers and the kids were great and they were so sweet. And like from the outside, it looked like a pretty simple job. But for me, the exact same thing every single day actually feels really confining. And I started having a lot of dread. Like I would literally wake up on Monday morning and be like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this five days in a row again? So for me, that was a lot of dread around something that just feels like overly routine. I need actually like some variety in my schedule. I need things to be, get a little spicy sometimes. So that was definitely a trigger for dread for me where things just got too boring and kind of routine and how they happened. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Nutrafol. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, you are not alone. Thinning hair is normal, but it's not openly talked about, so it can feel lonely and frustrating and sometimes even embarrassing when you're going through it yourself. Join the over 1 million people who are doing something about their thinning hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Oh my gosh, I am a heavy shedder, so if you are a heavy shedder or if you are someone who's wanting to thicken your hair, I definitely want you to try out Nutrafol. I have loved using it myself, and I know 
multiple other people who've used it and have found great results. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. To get started, you can take their hair quiz on Nutrafol.com, which will give you a personalized health plan based on your special root causes. Nutrafol is committed to helping you identify root causes of any shedding or hair loss so that you can really start to rebuild healthy hair in a way that is customized to you. So take the first steps to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code SHAMELESS. Find out why 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Go to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SHAMELESS. Nutrafol.com, code SHAMELESS. So next up, we're going to talk about how to turn dreading into dreaming, and I have six specific steps for that. So the first thing I want you to do is focus on hopefulness instead of hopelessness. Oftentimes when we're filled with dread, we really get into like mantras in our head and kind of dialogues in our head around why things are so hard, frustrating, overwhelming, challenging. And we just dig in deeper and deeper into a place of hopelessness. So you have to flip that and make it into something hopeful. And so finding the benefit of the thing that you're dreading, finding why this is important in your life, or if this thing is not important in your life and it's not significant and it's not something that you need to be in long-term, figure out how to get out of it. Like start making a plan and that will help you feel hopeful. Start looking at the other side. Like there's always things that we're going to have to do that where we're like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. So then start thinking about the other side of that and start thinking about life beyond that. So like, oh, I have to do this thing on Tuesday. I really don't want to do it. But man, when I get home on Tuesday and it's done, I'm going to be so glad that it's just done and I don't have to worry about it anymore. So really thinking about hopefulness instead of hopelessness, that's really a choice and you have to take radical responsibility for that mindset shift. Number two, instead of thinking, this is so hard, I don't want to do this and having that kind of mentality, try thinking along the lines of this will serve me in the following ways. And I'll be glad I did it once it's over. I do this all the time. There's plenty of things. I'm thinking of like a lot of times with networking kinds of things, I'm excited when I say yes. But then when it's the day of, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go and be with all these people. I don't know. I get a little like nervousness around it. But then I always think, this is going to serve me in the following ways. I'm going to meet new people. I'm going to make new connections. I'm going to be inspired afterwards. And when I'm done, I'm going to be really glad that I did it. And like nine and a half times out of 10, even while I'm in that environment, in the environment of the thing I might have been dreading, I'm like, oh, this is so great. I'm so glad I came. This is so much better than I thought it would be. So I really have to remind myself like, oh, yeah, you always get a little anxiety before these kinds of things. And it always turns out just fine. And you always find a good win at the end. And you always feel really glad that you went. So when I remind myself of that, again, it goes back to feeling hopeful instead of hopeless, where I'm like, oh, yes, like I can totally do this. And I remind myself of that confidence mentality. And that can really help get through the dread and go into the dream phase of like, who am I going to meet today? What's the great thing that's going to come out of this? Next, number three is take action toward your dreams every damn day. So for me, this was working towards selling the gym once I knew I didn't want to be a gym owner five years from now. It took me a while to wrap my head around that for sure, because I started looking into it before I wanted to do it. I looked into it just thinking like, well, maybe this is something I'll do down the road. 
I definitely did not feel prepared when I started investigating. I definitely did not feel certain about that decision when I started investigating. But I also knew there was a time in the next five years or so that I was not going to want to be a gym owner. I just could feel the direction of where I wanted my life to go. So I had to be mindful of that. And then I had to take action every damn day. And so what that action looked like initially was finding out if I had a business that could be sold, talking to other people who had sold businesses, starting to visualize and plan what my post-gym life would look like. If I wasn't taking up space in my life with owning and running a gym, what would I take up space with instead? And that was really exciting to me. Also taking one small step every day to follow up on your dream. And so for me, it was just shooting off an email to someone saying, hey, I know you sold a business. I have a few questions for you. Could I pick your brain? Or writing down a list of like, once I sell the gym, here's three things I want to do with the podcast. Like just little things every damn day to just keep that momentum going and keep me curious, to keep my mind open, my heart expansive in terms of like really kind of reflecting on this on a regular basis to keep me in momentum. And then next we have visualizing your future. So number four, visualizing your future is imagining what could be. So really looking at what life could be like in your dream scenario. Write it down. Get really specific. Write out your perfect day in this new life. So for me, when you start to write out plans of what something can look like, what something can feel like with a lot of specificity, you really start to imagine how great it can feel and what the benefits will be and what life can be like in that space. So for me, like I know that I want life to feel a very certain way when I'm only running one business instead of two. And I've been really conscientious about what I want that to feel like. Like I want to get up an hour before Vinny gets up and be sipping coffee while snuggling on the couch as the sun's streams in on me, writing content for the website, writing content for the podcast and upcoming things I have. I have it very specifically laid out like exactly what a perfect day would look like from 5.45 in the morning until 4 p.m. And then I'm specific about like, I want this day to end at 4 p.m. or my work day to end at 4 p.m. so that I can close my computer for the day, pick up Vinny, take him to gymnastics. During gymnastics, I want to be listening to an audiobook instead of working. I specifically want to be listening to Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis, which is what I'm listening to right now and loving. After gymnastics, I want to have Vinny come home and help me make pizza for dinner. So really like putting all those little pieces together make a really big difference. And then I can visualize and get this sense of like, oh my gosh, that's going to feel really, really great. It's going to be great to feel after 4 p.m. that I don't have my mind swirling with overwhelm of trying to run two businesses. So that perfect day, writing it out like that, and I wrote it out in more specificity, but I'll spare you all the details (laughs) because it was so specific. But writing it out that way makes you feel so excited and so hopeful and like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing when I get through this hard thing or maybe get through this point of overwhelm or this point where I feel stuck and maybe don't know how to take action. Next up, number five is turn anxiety and worry into action. Action alleviates anxiety. I'm going to say that again. Action alleviates anxiety. When you feel the dread creeping in, move. Take a step to be in your power and move closer to your dream or your goal. Let your emotion create motion. I'm going to say that one again too. Let your emotion create motion motion. Do not let yourself sit in dread. The only thing that's going to make you feel worse is sitting in dread. Motion will help you feel better. Motion will help you start to feel more hopeful and in control and in power. So 
Take action, even if it's one tiny step. Take action to get yourself moving toward the thing that you want rather than stewing over the thing that's not feeling good. And then number six is super important. And this actually takes us right back to our shameless mom of the week with Mary. Faithfully follow routines that allow you to expand your mind and keep yourself positive and confident. So for me, this starts with my morning routine, but have a morning routine, have an evening routine, have check-ins throughout the day to kind of assess where am I? Where do I want to go? Are my actions and my attitudes serving my dreams or serving my dread? Really, really important. So I check in with myself all the time. I have a lot of routines that I know will bring me joy so that I can stay really positive and optimistic. And they're silly things like literally like I'm going to light a candle because that sensory experience will bring me joy, which will remind me to like focus on something I'm happy about, focus on something positive. This is really helpful if I have to sit down and do a task I don't want to do. Like literally, if I have to pay taxes, I'm like, oh, better turn on my favorite music and light a candle because like who looks forward to taxes, right? But if I can add in this, if I can make it this little routine around that has some joy surrounding the thing that I don't want to do, it's going to feel way better. So give yourself those check-ins throughout the day. Like, okay, how can I make this experience a little more positive? Also, how can I have routines that really help me feel powerful every day? So morning routines, I think is where that really starts. So again, like I said at the beginning, I am working on this great thing for you that's absolutely free, the 15-minute manifest, and I'll be putting it out on social media soon. But if you want it early, if you want an advanced copy, just email me at info at shamelessmom.com and say, 15 minute manifest and you can get an early bird copy of it before I put it out publicly. So email me at info at to get that. All right. I hope this episode has been really helpful to you. I hope that you've learned something new. Please share this episode to someone who you know who maybe struggles with dread and you want to get them into a place of dreaming. Please share this episode by taking a screenshot and tagging me at the Shameless Mom Academy. You can do that on Instagram or on Facebook. You can also get a link for this show. If you go to shamelessmom.com, click on episode 229, that will give you a link. And then you can share the link on social media. You can email it out to people and let them know like, oh my gosh, this podcast is changing my life. You have to listen. I run into people all the time, actually, that do say like, oh my gosh, I send so many episode links to people I know and say like, these are my top three favorite episodes. So I mean, by all means, feel free to curate your like list of favorites. I love that. But like I said, in past episodes, growing the Shameless Mom Academy is my top priority because it means that we can impact more moms' lives and help more moms become more shameless every damn day. So I do appreciate you sharing the love and sharing. I always respond when people share the show by saying, thank you for spreading the shameless love because I want us to all be spreading more shameless love to just live more unapologetically, more confidently and live bigger, bolder, braver every damn day. So with that, I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you do something special that's just for you. And I hope that you spend some time today dreaming rather than dreading. No matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. 
I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.